special guest here with us this week in the Recut Gem Studios because honestly, if WrestleMania can have a very successful night bringing in hip hop artists, I believe we can too. Multi platinum artist Money Bag Yo here with us to discuss night one. Bag, what did you think about how night one went out in SoFi? Uh, 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 Mark, thank you for having me on Recut Gems. You know, I appreciate the invite. I gotta say, music industry well represented at Mania. Uh, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg was going crazy. Shout to Big Brother Snoop. You know, that's my unk. He uh, was representing. Uh, you know, I, I enjoyed. Uh, 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 what's the match? Uh, 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 Seth, Seth Logan. Oh, oh no, Seth and Logan. Yeah, Seth and Logan. He did the frog splash. Oh, the splash on the, uh, what's his name? Uh, KSI. Oh, KSI. Yeah, I, that was that was a good move. That remind me why he's doing my uh my backyard the trampoline when I was fifteen. Had a dream, but uh I I, I really liked the main event too. The main event. Oh oh, Ari was going crazy. She was shaking. She was going crazy in the skybox with the uh, Charlotte the real match. You know Charlotte. So she was shaking, going crazy. She was going crazy. Yeah, you know when she hit that avalanche riptide, you should have seen. Her. She was going. She was she was going crazy in there in the main event. Uh, guys say KO Sammy. Against the Uso, you know, I with the Uso because you know me Uzi and Uso, we was uh, I probably shouldn't even say that, but you know we had Terramana sent from the big homie, so we was uh, going crazy. But uh, you know that's different, different uh chapter. I don't want to speak on that right now. I might get him in trouble. Would you ever come through for the big dog Triple H and you know perform for a WrestleMania just in case it ever makes its way out to Nashville or Memphis or anything of that nature? Oh, we was talking about that last year when I was uh. SummerSlam, we, we talking about that WrestleMania action, you know, where they get the new stadium for the Titans. You know, I got a good relationship with the Titans locked in. So, you know, when we uh talk about WrestleMania for Nashville, I want to be the musical guest for sure. Uh, uh, bad. We also do have Glorilla with us. Glorilla, night two, WrestleMania. What did you think? <laughs> hey, babe, I'm thinking it was good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I can't hold it. I can't. <laughs> ESTG also in the studio with us. EST, what did you think of Stand and Deliver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went up that early, so I didn't see it. <laughs> did you get to run the replay on Peacock? Yeah, in Louisville, we don't run the replays. I don't watch no relays. I was up for three days. Only caught night one and night two. I was on that fence. What they gonna do? I don't think there's anybody else that we can bring from Memphis. <laughs> From Memphis, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, Big I, Boogie, did you enjoy NXT Stand and Deliver? <laughs> yeah, you know, Mellow, me and Mellow, we were smoking one day. Big dude, big underrated. He big underrated. I'm glad he won. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I can't, man. <laughs> As we wipe the tears away, we would like to welcome you to another episode of Recut Gems, a very special Black Print Patreon bonus for all of our beautiful Black Print patrons. I am MC, alongside me here, A+, in a much different location, a much different scenario than we were in the past couple of days. I must say, though, it does feel good to be home just a little yeah, bit. man. It was a great time in LA, but you're right, man. I, I'm glad. You know what? I'm not mad at the red eye, man. I know you took a red eye back to the Florida, but salute to the red eye because I was knocked out, man. I was not. The red eye, I'm I'm becoming a bigger fan of the red eye. At first, I was like, never, ever, never in my me life too. would I ever take one. Me too. But 
I'm a little bit more of I'm a little bit more comfortable with it. Like the nice little 10, 30, 11 o'clock flight, you knock out automatically. By the time that you get home, it's like six, seven in the morning. And then the tough part about it is actually getting home and then knocking out for the remainder of the day. But outside of that, it saves you an entire day. You don't have to pack up your day at 8 a.m. in Los Angeles, especially in a time zone that uh, we were in, and switch it all the way back to EST and then have to figure out what the remainder of your day is. So it was good. It, I must say it was a much better flight than I anticipated. Yeah, same here. Like, you know, I, I will say Wednesday when I got back, I was a little like, oof. A little tired throughout the day, but I, I bounced back by Thursday. I was good. But once mm. again, I'm, not, I'm a fan of the red eye now. So salute to the red eye. So it only took you a day, what, a day or so to bounce back? Yeah, a day or so. Yeah. All right. It took me a little bit. It took me a little bit more. I didn't expect to take like a couple days to to have to bounce back, but I'm in a better I'm in a better position than I was like say on a Wednesday. Wednesday, I barely wanted to talk to anybody. Right. I just wanted to get I just wanted to get back to normal, reset my body. But the good thing is though, I wasn't wrestling fatigued i know usually on wrestlemania week it's tough for a lot of people to try and you know jump back into uh what is going to now be the quote unquote new season i guess which i guess we still consider this to be the like the season even though the season premiere is technically in september for a lot of these shows like raw and smackdown i'm still in the brain of after wrestlemania it's the new season yeah as h was like the, the new chapter begins and even though we do have a deal that is definitely not being ignored by myself or anybody within the company, just know we ain't going nowhere, my nigga. Woo! <laughs> hey, you want to get that question out the way? Yeah, uh, Nick Houseman over here. I just want to know, uh, are you going to talk about the Endeavor deal? Nope, bitch ass nigga. Right, let's get over it. <laughs> the fruit of finger guns. <laughs> what did Heyman say? Was that the same guy that Heyman was like? That guy likes to start a lot of trouble around here, isn't he? <laughs> this is the guy who got Punk all riled up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He didn't Roman Rock can't do Roman Roman's like hey, improv. <laughs> so the whole Roman lighting his ass up on the low. That's funny. That's hilarious. And I don't feel so bad about how a lot of things went down, even though I did talk a good game throughout the weekend. Our motto and our um and our call towards everything that we went through from Thursday going into Sunday, which by all means, I'm still stunned that we did the entire fucking weekend outside of uh, brunch and deliver. Yeah. Outside of brunch and deliver, we did do the entire weekend, which was crazy to me. Yes, come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. Besides brunch and deliver, because I, I could not fathom being at the arena at like 9, 15, <laughs> Like, this is Saturday service or something, man. Like, what are we doing? But, um, no, we made every event, the big ones, SD, Hall of Fame, um, Night 1, Night 2, of course, and then the Raw After Mania, which was uh, hotly debated. But I, I don't know if it's me or maybe, you know, you can feel the same way, but it wasn't the worst Raw I ever experienced, as such, you know, debate online would say. I was cool with it. The nigga outside was like, well, this Raw was just so underwhelming. I was like, I had fun. I lost my voice so much. Cool with that. And I should be, I should be the main nigga that did not have fun this weekend. I was talking the biggest cash. <laughs> you know, I mean, call it what you want all weekend. Call it what you want weekend. <laughs> it was the call it what you want weekend, uh, even going into Saturday. And then Sunday, you know, it just ended up being bad for me. But in due time, in due time, we will have our comeuppance. I don't know when that will be, and I don't know who we is actually referring to, but there might be also other people <laughs> that do feel like me right. that want to see the end 
of a demise, but that may come this year. It may come in 2024. I'm not sure. I'm not sure just yet. Hey, I, I'm man enough to say I was speechless. You know, at this advanced age, you want to think that you can see everything coming. And I did not. I thought it was Cody's time. I mean, the way the match was laid out, the way things were happening, it felt like it was that it, it was that moment for it to happen. But as we know, it did not. So we have to wait and see at this point. But um, I was going to say a few minutes ago, and I was talking to you, I, I have to admit, and I mean, hey, you don't have to admit. <laughs> but I will say that Roman's entrance and theme, I said top 10 earlier today. I'm going top five. You're going top five. You know, at first I wasn't really fe- I wasn't really feeling it. And I think that it was because the setting that it was in that late 2020, like those last Under couple Dome. months of 2020 when yeah. he actually, you know, started his reign. Yeah. I was like, these pianos ain't really, these keys ain't really hitting like that. But that was when we had LED TVs and not necessarily 80,000 in what the biggest WrestleMania of all time that we yeah. ended up that we ended up seeing in yeah. a city that, you know, it's kind of tough to try and vision how this company takes over an entire city like Los Angeles. It's a large footprint, right? The theme hitting Sunday felt a whole lot different than I would say in the beginning. So I, w- I will admit, don't try and use this. <laughs> I know Discord, I know don't clip everybody me. that listens on Discord is watching, and this one is lateral it is not upward so don't try and screen cap now i will give plus the idea or i will i will i will um agree that this is one of the better themes that we have heard in a long time because this actually does feel like final boss music completely completely and that it, it suits him i think that's the that's the reason why i'm, I'm in between like top 10 and top five it, it's it it's worthy of it of the all-time greats yes it's worthy of that alone outside of many i do have to say thank you for, for i do have to say thank you for a lot though plus and i said this on b-sides it's very underrated uh how can i explain this how can i explain this, this is a little bit it's a little bit tough to try and explain but it's very underrated to have somebody that from the moment they step down in a city to the time that they leave they have everything set and scheduled as to having a good time. I guess that's not the best way to say it, but you truly do have the formula of jumping into a new city. Or it could be, obviously, LA is not a new city for you. It's a fairly, I'd say, what, fourth or fifth time for me in Los Angeles? But jumping into a town and making it feel like your town, you do have a talent for. I have to, I have to say that is a very underrated characteristic. No, nah, thank you, man. I appreciate it, dog. I mean, we talk about it a lot in the Discord and just say, like, you know, I have a love for America, man. So any city I've been to, <laughs> I do want to kind of, like, get, you know, get around it to the point where I don't feel like – I don't want to feel like I live there. I don't, I respect the land I go to. I'm, I'm completely a tourist, but I don't mm-hmm. want to feel like I'm just, like, you know, don't have my bearings around. That's just kind of a personal thing. I just need to know where I'm going and where I'm at. I need, I need to know my surroundings and a little bit about it. So, no, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, we had uh, we we behaved ourselves. I originally said we were going to be in an O-Behave era in Los Angeles. I'd say we behaved ourselves pretty well. Yeah, I thought we did good, man. I thought it was a good time. And, um, yeah, overall, overall good experience, man. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it, honestly. The signs, we, ha- we made sure that we kept our hands nice and down. Not anything went too crazy. Right, right. Didn't yell out, any- didn't yell out anything except, Roman, it's time for you to job. <laughs> right, and even right. though I went, you know, I went, what is it, four, four and two? 
throughout that weekend is completely okay. Yeah, yeah. We, we we was going for a six belts one weekend type of type of situation, and we got four of them. But, I should have uh, known. Two. I should have. I should have fucking known. <laughs> but you know what? It's okay because we enjoyed everything else that happened throughout Los Angeles. Did have moments of. I gotta say, I thought that I would be hit in the head a lot more with LA records in Dallas. When we did it last year, I felt like there was a little bit more of a, of a um, experience within that throughout everything that we went through. We just heard a lot more Texas records than I would say we did in Los Angeles. And although our night started from that Thursday night uh, going all the way into Sunday, we did have a couple of good moments. We did hear the Brown Bag Morning Show. Shout out to Letty and everybody out in Power um, in Power 105. Power 106. Um, Power 106. Power 106, excuse yep. me. Uh, we did hear a little bit of K-Day. We got to wrap some yeah. Dre and Snoop. <laughs> we did. Yes, we did. You know what I'm saying? Heard, uh, so, 92.3 was a home of big boy. Oh, yep, yep, yep. What's up, partner? Should partner, big boy. All right, that's my big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your big boy? That's it. That's all I got. Josh and I are, like, very much different in our opinion. So when you listen to the show, you'll hear him say one thing, and you'll, I'll say something else. One of our big points of our show is that we want to be informative. We don't want to kind of hide the secrets. Like, we want to kind of give the secrets so other people can kind of do it and follow our blueprint, our blackprint. You know, when we started, we didn't know how many people were going to listen. And then when people started, you know, tuning in, we were like, this is really something that, that could go somewhere. Hey, Alexa, play Blackprint Radio on it. Now playing Blackprint Radio. There it goes. <laughs> I about to say I couldn't I couldn't really do any of the other uh any of the other uh radio <laughs> voices that may have come out in LA, but I did enjoy my time. I did enjoy my time from a music perspective, especially with how they set up things in WrestleMania, having Snoop Dogg out there. That was amazing. Damn near saving the show on Sunday. Dog. What you a- and I went up when the uh when they were playing what? Almost two moments. Nothing but a G thing. Yes. Between himself and Miz. Yes. And then Rey Mysterio played it in his entrance before he ended up playing Eddie Guerrero's theme and then played his own damn theme. Yes. I love the fact that Snoop was like a constant presence. Like, I mean, he wasn't announced prior, I don't think, as the host, co-host with Miz. But Mm -hmm. he really, like, whatever the dog father of WrestleMania means, that was him. Like, he was a constant presence either through the Miz segments or with Rey or, like, once again with Miz creating that moment with, I believe, the referee. I forget her name, but she, uh, you know, pretty much told him to do a people's elbow and Snoop being the pro he did, even though there was the the infamous, now infamous running of the ropes, which was <laughs> comedy, man. I'm sorry. Comedy. But mm-hmm. it was an all-time classic funny moment, though. Gotta love it. It was a mania moment by all means. Yeah, man. I gotta say, I, as much as I shouldn't be surprised to hear something like nothing but a G thing at WrestleMania, I still do become taken back just a little bit by that because... I don't know. I, I, I guess I could. I guess I could ask you specifically. Like we went up hearing nothing but a G thing. Oh, like, oh shit! But we don't really, we really shouldn't be surprised that rap's presence in there. But does it still kind of like surprise you having somebody, especially as big as fucking Snoop Dogg, represented this way in WrestleMania? We kind of take Snoop out of the equation and just look at the idea of hip hop being represented in an area of wow, eighty thousand here at the SoFi, hearing these records in places especially in wrestling nights that uh you're not very accustomed to it every single night does it still kind of take you back just a little bit it's a few things about that right so first snoop dogg alone like i don't have his q score offhand but it has to be like among the highest in hip-hop right snoop dogg has been around 30 years 30 plus years now and seeing him in the same room with martha stewart seeing him in the same room with anybody doesn't 
is never off-putting. He is Snoop Dogg wherever he goes. And that alone is just like a skill that's only, you know, only few possess. And he's in rarefied air. So, yeah, having that, having him playing, you know, G-Thang at WrestleMania is like, wow. Back in the day, you think about, like, watching Forrest Gump, he had all these rock songs, like, I was born, man, ooh, the red, white, blue, you know what I mean, all that. You know, you hear those songs, but if you make a, a movie now about, you know, a period piece about the 90s or 2000s, hip-hop is going to be the soundtrack in those movies. So, it's, once again, nothing but a G-Thang is over 30 years old now. That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. the truth. And that, once again, is burnt into the conscience of America. I think it peaked at like number two in the Hot 100. So it was a huge record by all means. It's a, it's a classic by all means. And you're right. Sometimes it is culture shock hearing a song like G-Thang being played that much throughout a, a you know legendary legacy event like WrestleMania. That, that to me, is still kind of mind-blowing. But, um, and it's not even to, and it's not even to say that like we didn't have presence in the early WrestleManias because like you said early eighties you're hearing no 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 and you got the Rock and wrestling and MTV and so on and so forth. But Ray Charles was at WrestleMania three. Aretha Franklin was at WrestleMania what four? Yeah, Doing national anthems and things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you know, you um, yeah, I, I would have to agree. Like Salt and Pepper was at WrestleMania eleven. Mm-hmm. So boys have been WrestleMania fifteen. <laughs> Classic, 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 classic. Yeah, so you, you, we, we were always around, you know. But hearing something like that, I mean, hell, man, I love the fact that even, um, I mean, shit, look at Weekend, man, look at where the hell Weekend came from, the blog era and all of that, you know what I mean? Like Weekend, where the fuck were you? (laughs) Where were you? I just want to ask. You are one of the rarest heirs. You have one of the rarest heir at WrestleMania to have three themes back to back you're matching roman reigns yeah. on these title on these title defenses yeah. out here at wrestlemania and you can't even show up bro come on man can't even show up to wrestlemania the weekend's elusive i would hope not that i would hope not that elusive but then again he does have a little thing with los angeles he does have a little bit of a crazy relationship with los angeles i would expect him to be wow i don't i don't have a weekend voice what is my weekend voice uh, something uh michael jackson adjacent I well i mean you know I was a little bit busy, and um, God, I don't have a, I don't have, does Weekend have that many interviews? I'm starting to realize. I don't, realize. Think, I don't think Weekend has that, that many interviews. Right. Uh, oh. Yeah. And, and, and on top of that, hearing Cool in the Gang, man, uh, all-time classic. So, mm-hmm. the music, man, was choice. And I, I even admit, man, some of Triple H's heavy metal picks, man, with the uh, Black Sabbath war picks for, for war games, man. He had some choice cuts throughout these last few months, man. So. Th- that reminds me of when Run DMC was doing, um, was doing uh the DX theme, but that was the same year WrestleMania where Ice T did the fucking Godfather. Pimpinate, pimpinate, God easy man. Pimpinate, pimpinate, easy man. And a ham. <laughs> Roll a fatty for this pimp daddy. <laughs> I ain't getting that off. 2023. What again? Nah, 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 nah. The only thing you get is a. 420 bro shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to roll a fatty, bro. I'm about to roll up that solo pack on Monday, fellas. Let them know, bro. Solo pack? What the hell is that? Kevin, maybe it's best we don't explain things to you at this time of night. This is 10 o'clock, Corey Graves, of course. Yeah. <laughs> this is Corey Graves after 10 o'clock. This used to be war zone hours, Kevin. That's before your time. <laughs> well, it's a war zone in this ring right now. 
<laughs> God damn it. You take the fun out of everything, don't you, Kevin? Raw rolls on. <laughs> Let's roll rules on. It's a commercial break. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But even though we have plenty, plenty of presence, I still am very happy at how things went down out there in WrestleMania. And I think within this next year of us preparing for WrestleMania 40, which I think they would spend a good amount of time like setting up in ways that they did WrestleMania 30. And I'm watching WrestleMania. Um, I'm heading up to WrestleMania 20 right now and a little bit of my rewatches. Mm-hmm. They have the WrestleMania sign up. And they're doing WrestleMania 20 promos. It's fucking June. Yeah, it's the sign. Like, it's fucking June. And it's they're the talking about WrestleMania. First year with the sign, too, right? Yes. Yeah, first year with the sign. Yeah, Vengeance vengeance is going on. And I'm looking up in the sky, and I'm like, why don't they have WrestleMania 20 signs out in July? I don't think they're going to return to that because now, you know, 2023, 2024, we're in a position where they're doing a... Uh, they're doing a lot. Uh, it's it's rumble specific, mm-hmm. so you're not going to get this a little bit earlier than you had did beforehand. So I completely understand that, but it's like, man, I would expect WrestleMania 40 to be a huge, huge deal, especially with how the way WrestleMania 39 went from a hip hop uh, perspective. You had Snoop, you had Uzi out there. Uzi clearly not just there for a check and to do just want to rock like uh, you would expect him to be like at the damn Kids Choice Awards or something like that. He knows his product. He says he wants to fight one of the best heels of our generation in Dominic Guerrero. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he want if he wants to wrestle New Eddie in Philly in his hometown, that would be kind of fire. I can't lie. I mean, you know, he's gonna probably go down, go down to Florida. You know, what I'm saying get some days in with pop mm-hmm. with pop Mysterio. You know, I'm gonna te- he's gonna teach him the tips and tricks. Probably be in his corner. That'd be amazing, man. Uzi as a luchador would be a thousand percent insane. And that's why I am hoping that WWE takes all of this positive energy that has came from WrestleMania 39 of including us and be like, yo, WrestleMania 40 needs to be a rap fucking spectacle. Anything that we need from a Philly perspective, and there's numerous artists that you can choose from from a Philly perspective. I'm hoping that they throw the entire bag out in front of us of anything Philly that could come out. And even if it's if it's pander pander, I'm putting my juicy hands up. Pander pander, all you need to, because Philadelphia WrestleMania 40 is going to be once in a lifetime. I hope that they Philly the shit out of everything. Next you know, I, I already, I already had a um, t-shirt collab with um, with WWE. You know, we did a dreams and nightmares collab. So I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I can get that. You know, in ring moment. You know, I'm hoping I could, you know, bring Cody out. Dreams and nightmares in the intro. Yo, how you do that 450 splash, yo? I'm trying to figure that shit out. How you, how you flip your, how you flip? I can't flip my legs up like that, yo. Hey, this the hustler, Cassidy. You can't have a WrestleMania in my backyard without the hustler. I'ma be there. You gonna be there? Imagine, imagine, imagine how we heard uh, Jay Uso at the airport at uh, LAX. Yo, this the hustler. And if you in my city, you better turn up to WrestleMania 40 out in the Lincoln Financial Center. Yeah, get them last minute tickets now on Ticketmaster. It's the hustler. Oh my God. Yo, this your main man, Freeway. And if you know how I know, you know I'm going to be at Wale Mania this Thursday. 
8 p.m. at the motherfucking, uh, what is it, House of Blues we got out here? Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, 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 you already know Scrap. Yeah, you already know the Broad Street Bully. I'm gonna be at Wale Mania. You already know I'm there. I'm gonna be there with the Almighty, too. I'm gonna have some people with me, Scrap. Yeah, come to the TLA. That's what we having it on the House of Blues. One of the other Scrap. I will be going insane. You already posted how it would feel <laughs> if feeling in the air. You know what? I'm going to say it right now. I don't even think it's a hot take. I would expect more people to have this take. As far as a recut gem perspective, if there are those that have not listened to this album before, big recommendation this week. Please, please, please go on Apple Music, go on Spotify, Tidal, Amazon Music, YouTube, whatever you choose. Beanie Siegel, The Becoming. I would like you to play that from the top to the bottom. Feel It in the Air is one of the few rap records that have made this eye water up and drop down to the cheek. Whether or not you feel that way, if you have never heard Feel It in the Air like that for the first time, please Please, that is one of the top recommendations that Plus that I have this week for you to listen. Because if they were to ever, ever, ever drop Feel It in the Air on a program or a promo, especially for a main event level like they could have done for Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes this year, I would go insane. Oh my gosh, man. Like, first of all, that album means so much to me. It was like, that was like my freshman year of college. So yeah, the becoming is like by far his magnum opus. But mm -hmm. yeah, Roman and that, that together, that would, man, that would be perfect. That would be <laughs> perfect, man. Especially, like I said, once again, for Cody, dreams and nightmares. Come on, man. That shit writes itself. That, you don't have to even say anything else. Dreams and nightmares. And it's a classic song. So do what you want with that. That's right there. But yeah, feel it in the air. That would set the tone for like, yo, there's a storm coming. Matter of fact, the storm's already here. Roman's like, oh, there, there were seeds of doubt last year. I'm really nervous now. That would be crazy. My, my spidey senses is tingling. Man, I'm so tired of y'all niggas trying to kick me out the damn bloodline. Watch what I do at WrestleMania. Can't tell me nothing different. My nose twitching. Cody Rhodes! Cody Rhodes is going to WrestleMania! <laughs> I mean, like, I'll read between the lines of your eyes and your brows, your handshake, and match your smile. That's the contract signing right there. Ha yeah. <laughs> 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 you niggas foul. Big, close shot at Roman's eyes. Big shot at Cody's eyes. Me? I'm like, Triple H, you bastard! I swear to God, Triple H, not again. Now playing Blackman Radio. Here it goes. What's up? I am Betty Who. Michelle Beadle, the Kid Meryl. Play music, we talk. On playlists that resonate with you. Real connections with real people. Access to the library of the world of music. Sharing music in real time. Only on Apple. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. <laughs> I don't know what Cody's gonna rap the SmackDown before, though. Should I get a little Philadelphia with you guys? I'm still hustling until the sun come up. Crack a 40 when the sun go down. It's a cold April. Y'all better bundle up. And that better be a hot summer grab a <laughs> Just to lock us down. Listen up. Don't you know Roman's whole purpose is to lock me down? 
and throw away the key. <laughs> oh, Philadelphia. Yeah! Cody, Cody. That's Shades of Philadelphia Freeway, Michael. <laughs> or what else? Or what else should I actually? What else should I play for you guys? Since you don't believe me, what if I say there's a lot of bad women in the building? Amen. Came in the game, killing them. Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Miko be like hey, hold on hold on hold on give me the mic give me the mic give me the mic oh my god yo <laughs> oh man when we start singing music love to Brandy okay what else is going on <laughs> nah if he, start, if he start getting in this Jasmine Sullivan bag I'm gonna be like alright Cody you're doing a tone it down just a just a bit just a bit Roman, so what do you, you, what do you guys pick up your about? feelings. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys want to do? You want to take a long walk around the park <laughs> after dark? God damn it, Cody. <laughs> to stick to one lane, god damn it. But you know what? I'm, I'm completely for the inclusion of Cody Rhodes. The, uh, the inclusion of Cody Rhodes rapping the way that he wants because I know he's not going to mud it. I know he's not going to go anything crazy with that because honestly, I cannot believe we went to the position last week that damn near felt embarrassing. <sighs> that damn near felt embarrassing to try and paint John Cena, oh. the legendary John Cena, into somebody that he was not. And honestly, I am disgusted for those that joined that conversation and tried to paint it as if the legend also, Tony Yayo, was getting ripped off in some form of capacity. Nah, come on, man. The honorary G-Unit soldier. Are you kidding me? John Cena? How much he gave back to the game? You ever see any of your other favorites go to Hot 97 or Sway in the building? Also, you know, shot the bumpy knuckles. Freddie Fox right there became his sensei after that appearance. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He went up there, showed and proved, and gained a big homie at the radio station, man. That's what a real one does. Oh, you want to talk about he borrowed something? Man, listen, he gave up the G-Unit his whole run. Let's look at the G-Unit clothing logo. That's the same mm-hmm. as the Chain Gang Soldier logo. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember the first time I saw that spinning G-Unit chain on TRL. Blew my mind, too. So what did you see? Spinning U.S. title, spinning WWE title giving back to the game. And you think that's stealing? You think that's plagiarism? You don't think Curtis 50 Cent, the biggest heel in hip-hop, would have have said something at the time? Nah, he showed love. Yo, Cena, you fucking fucking bitch, I swear to God, I'm going to come up there in them studios. Don't think I don't know Vince McMahon, nigga. (laughs) Ha-ha. Well, the actual impact of the marketing dollars spent by WWE on making sure that they was doing something that, you know, mirrored what we're doing, actually influenced the spending of the marketing dollars in my company. So it was a win-win for everybody. You know, the impact of that, you, you had to actually be there to believe it. But, you know, the the actual aggressive content coming from both uh, content providers actually made a difference. So salute to Vince. Yo, Vince McMahon actually gave me $2 million for that, for that chain. Really? Yeah. They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't talk about that. So when, so when, you know, the artists that try and bring it out for me, try and say, I don't have a bad album. I just say, Look at the marketing dollars. Look at the two million dollars that I just got from wrestling. Y'all are going on YouTube and doing this for free. That's why I say G Unit is in such a better position than a lot of these artists. Even ask Cam. You think Jim could get you think Jim could get money from WWE? I don't think so. Even though you know he should check MVP for that bowling. He's not gonna check MVP for that bowling. 
I mean, we don't even talk, but I was like <laughs> with 50 when he signed that check. I seen it. I was right there. He had the money from WWE. I was look, junkyard dog fan my whole life. I was happy for bruh. He ain't never give me a dollar. Banks, Banks, did you hear about the deal? Did you get any t- over two million from the, from Vince? Yeah, yeah, I heard about the check, but I ain't getting nothing out of it, so I ain't got respect. <laughs> Banks is talking. Banks, Banks is talking on the radio in pure rhymes, and gonna be killing me. <laughs> but I had to do my research, man, because niggas were acting up a bit too crazy. I'm in my 2003 rewatching right now. I'm in my 2003 rewatching right now, and I look up Vengeance. And I see John Cena do the spinning hand. I'm like, this is two years prior to the damn so, so seductive video. So what are we talking about? But then you made sure that you double checked and you hit the in the club video when Yayo was doing it the first time. And I said, son of a bitch, that's where Cena got it from. The so seductive is incorrect, but the in the club, that one second that one of second. in the club changed lives forever. Yes. That's crazy. Yes. And this is when music videos were analyzed. Second by second, because they were on TV. Some people did have DVRs by then, but this is when you watched every second of a music video until it faded off. There are certain parts. I mean, I can remember the end of Juvenile's Hot video, first time seeing Lil Wayne, where they're all holding the chain in the circle, like in the huddle. I'm like, wow, this guy had a chain. He looks 13. And then he was rapping on the next video. But I just remember that. Like you, He saw that. And then, of course, In the Club is one of the biggest hip-hop singles in the history of the genre. So, Talk about it. Yeah, you know. Hey, Cena saw it and was doing a bet with his cousin, and it happened. History was was made, you know. It's cool to be. It's cool to be influenced, man. He's giving back. He clearly said, "I literally got it from Tony Ayo. Leave alone." I know why this even happened. They tried to pull. They tried to pull John Cena and Tony Ayo into that whole Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark nonsense. And it's like, come on, y'all. Y'all are doing. Y'all are digging. Y'all are digging for something y'all ain't have the clue a clue about. You know what I'm saying? I hate people when they just want to just join the conversation just for sake of joining and have no facts about nothing. Just, uh-huh. Yeah, they should have let that girl do it. I'm, no, I agree totally. Let me just preface it by that. I agree. There should have been no blowback on some Keith Oberman or Portnoy dumbass about <laughs> what Angel Reese did. Like, that That was stupid of them. They exposed themselves. Yeah. But, um, you know, people jump into the story like halfway through. You know how people do on social media. And they tried to do it with MOP, too, when they said, oh, Cena needs to break them off. But I don't think Billy Dan's and Lil Fame are going crazy. Like, yeah, we about to we about to fucking make sure that we bring Cena out to Brownsville and let him know how it is out here for stealing our sound. Yeah, that's whack, man. We fucking with Steve Black, man. <laughs> we need a motherfucker kicking this motherfucker. John Cena, fuck you. Tell me something new. <laughs> Tell me something new. <laughs> That's gonna be that Rock Nation. Nah, Rock Nation not gonna not, not, not gonna knock it over for Cena, man. Just leave my dog alone, man. Yes, man. Yo, please get off Cena back, man. Cena's a legend. Cena gave it up in real time. Yes, I mean. G-Unit was the biggest thing in the burbs during John Cena's initial ascent to superstardom. So why are mm-hmm. we even like acting like he didn't give it up? Come on, y'all. Y'all know the spinning chain and what it did for the culture. Y'all know what the spinning belt did for the culture. Love it or hate it. Hate it or love it. And y'all know that Chappelle skit. I'm from the streets, man. Not to see that. Not to say that Cena is I'm from the streets, man. <laughs> but let's talk about a different time. Sometimes you just got to acknowledge the different time. Mm-hmm. It's a fact, man. It's just what it was. He was a part of the era, of the culture. That's why it worked. 
once again, there was nobody else in that time with a, a persona on TV that went like Undertaker wasn't making appearances in more, uh, uh, at funeral homes. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, John Cena dove into the character and went to Hot 97 and got some respect. He went platinum off the rap album, man. Like, let's not forget. Give it up for and he could have completely and he could have completely sold out, but went to you know he was doing records with Definitive Jux, doing remixes yeah. with Murs. Yes, this is a guy from this is a guy that has his stripes just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? By every by every stretch of the imagination, he is uh, evolutionary Mark Wahlberg, flat out evolutionary Mark Wahlberg. Wow, both from the ball area, both rappers, both actors. I have a funny relationship with Mark Wahlberg because. Um, there was a there was a time that people would well not people there was a teacher that would refer to me as Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Okay, ooh, ooh. and I didn't know that I didn't know that I'm like, who the fuck is Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? Until I, until until I find out, you know, who it belongs to, who it is. But then I'm no selling good stuff, so it's like, <laughs> was it what was it called? Good stuff. Good vibrations. Oh, good vibrations. Excuse me. The good stuff is new kids on the block. Oh yeah, the right stuff. Oh oh, oh <laughs> yeah, the right oh, stuff. There we go. Oh oh oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's my relationship with Mark Wahlberg. But like I said, y'all, very big recommendation from Plus and I this week. Yes. Please, please listen to the Becoming. If you've never ever listened to the Becoming, it's going to be our theme. It's going to be our album that we are going to be playing to prepare everybody for WrestleMania 40 next year out in Philadelphia. Hopefully we see you there, especially for those that are in the tri-state area, whether in, if you're in New York city, Connecticut, so on and so forth. If I get my funk flex on real quick, it's not too bad to get our, to get your way out to PA and enjoy some wrestling like how we did in Los Angeles, because I want people to know the feeling is bad. I, 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 I don't want to be super, super wave the flag. Right. I don't want to be shield man, shield man. <laughs> But the feeling is back. Nah, I'm just going to let you know. Experience it at least once in your life. It's fucking amazing. We we went back to back and we went in there like, I don't know about Philly. It's not a lit on that thing. It might be cold. Yeah, I, was like, ah, I don't know about that. We the left. Snow maybe. Snow maybe. We walked out of that weekend like, yeah, we're going for the three peat. <laughs> we're going for the three peat. It is, it is what it is. It's happening. Embrace it. Let's prepare for it. You know what I'm saying? That that was dope, man. I I, I gotta admit, man. They they did it. They did it in style, man. Anybody having mm-hmm. an issue with the weekend as a whole is kind of crazy to me. And yeah, you got another defense shield up if that's the case. Well, I will have a I will have a specific issue if something happens in 2024. But we'll leave that alone, and we're not going <laughs> to speak that into what? any form of existence. We will leave you with that, and let you know that we are going to be here back again. Two weeks from now with another Black Print bonus of Recut Gems. New AMP episode, Black Print Radio, this Wednesday. Very, very special guest, our brother Armand Sadler, is going to be with us live on AMP this Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Hopefully you can make it with us live on AMP. If not, if you're a Black Print patron, of course, you can always enjoy the replay uh, for our printer tiers there on the Black Print Patreon. And then, of course, you'll hear from us next week between myself, J5, and Josh Pease with another episode of the Black Print. Plenty to discuss as it was just J5's birthday on Sunday. It is also Easter Sunday as well. Um, we're going to, obviously, we're not going to be talking about Easter Sunday. I doubt we're going to be have some uh, big Easter Sunday stories. At least I wouldn't <laughs> expect. But there's plenty throughout the week that you will hear from us on the Black Print. And, of course, also on Recut Gems as well. So for A+, I am MC. 
We will see you in two weeks with another Blackburn bonus of Recut Gems. Peace.